Hey guys, I'm Dia Jane. I'm Megan Govindu. And I'm Zach Janzura, and welcome to the fourth episode of our podcast. Financeology, aka how to grow your money. So today we're actually going to be talking about something that's close to all of us, and that is how to avoid becoming your parents' biggest financial <laughs> regret. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Yeah, so I know for me personally, this is something that's always been, you know, in my head just because I just know that I do spend a lot of money and I always like try to avoid using my parents' money because I feel guilty mm-hmm. for asking. But I know my like some of my friends, they get paid for doing chores at home. <laughs> and like, I'm like, that's, what? At least they do chores at home, bro. Okay, I do chores too. I just don't get paid for them. No, and even regardless of that, like I I think like getting an allowance, I would just feel guilty about it. So I was always looking for ways yeah, to like sort of. either yeah make money to use on my own or like just reduce the amount my parents are spending on me so I could like reallocate it like reduce how much they spend on me for this thing so I can buy this Mm -hmm. thing kind of thing and like I know that I wasn't very successful with that um until I got a job this year which is yay so who are you um, working at Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get like free food, so I'm pretty excited about really? that. Really? Love Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, I think so it's good. like actually, no, I think it's like 50% off, but it's still like it's a good deal. We got 50% off and free are two very different things, bro. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's because so like good. when she interviewed me, she said you guys get free food, but then oh. um, but then I like searched it up, and I'm pretty sure it's 50%. So we'll just see, cause I I need to like submit my permit and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like excited to start working there. Well, Very as cool. you guys know, I, well, not right now because of the <laughs> pandemic, but um, as soon as my work opens up, I can continue making money. But yeah, I'm working at Cold Stone. How long have you been working at Cold Stone, Zachary? Since December. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, Zach was really on the job grind. Like, I, I respect <laughs> that because I put that off so much. Zach but, also spent like 80% of his income or like salary, I guess, on H&M. Like literally. Where uh, where are you getting that? Where am I getting that from? Bro, true. your receipts. You got uh, those jackets and jeans. Okay, well, this pandemic, I guess, has been kind of good for me in that sense because mm-hmm. can't really spend that much money on stuff anymore yeah. since the malls are closed. So actually, I've noticed that. I mean, like during the pandemic, I've, I've barely spent any money. That's I don't know good. about you guys, but... Yeah, like, same. I don't I think do, here. it's like on food. I haven't spent any like, money. Like the only money we've spent on is food and that's because no one in my family wants to cook. So we'll just get takeout <laughs> really often. Like that's all it yeah, is. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. for like, me. We don't really do anything else. So. Yeah, I think the only thing is food. But then also for me, I like love cooking. So I like, <laughs> I make a lot of food on my own. Uh-huh. And so it's not really like, and I have more time now because before I didn't. So yeah. yeah. Like, I haven't gone shopping for, because I know a lot of my friends are, like, shopping for clothes right now over quarantine, but I literally haven't gone, like, online shopping at all. Yeah, I, I know some of my friends have been clothes shopping, but mm-hmm. not me. I don't know. It, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm weird or something, but. I'm like, okay, no one's going to see me for, like, the next few months, so I'm just yeah. going to, like, get the bag, and then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then when I have enough money, spend, then I'll spend it. So. Yes. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. Dia, how about you? Have you gotten a job lately? <laughs> answer no. No, okay, wait, I need to tell you guys the story about me getting a job. So oh, basically, yeah. I was like, so I was like, I need to get a job. I need to get money because my parents are like, you need to start being more fiscally responsible. You need to start understanding the value of money because you don't value it. And I was like, that is how, true. How did that go? 
Okay, let me explain. So basically, I go to Sage and I was like, hey Sage, can you get me a job at um, Coalstone? Because she like worked at Coalstone and she was like, okay, sure. So she like contacted the manager and um, she basically got me a job there. And like there was no interview or anything. Like if you guys live in Fremont and want to apply to Coalstone at New Park Mall, easiest job to get into. Except don't, because if he hires any more people, our wage is going to go down. So, okay. don't. <laughs> but basically, um, I got hired and then he like called me on WhatsApp and he was like, oh, Dia, your orientations, um, like, he's like, when do you want to do your orientation? So I told him, he's like, okay, lit. So then um, I went with Zach because Zach was the one training me. And so like, we went for a four hour shift and Zach the entire time was like, you better not act up. Like you better listen, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I was, I was, I was a good employee. Like I like to think I was pretty good, right, Zach? I mean, yeah, you were decent. Um, except for that little fact that you didn't even go to a single shift. Right, right. That's... Is, but, so basically, <laughs> she had her first. So I trained her, and then like there was this like two week period where she like just did not work. Like she was kept telling him like I can't work at all this week. That's because I was busy. She finally. Okay, she finally gets scheduled for a shift. Yeah. She, and <laughs> and then like right as her shift is starting, she's like a 10 minute walk away from the mall. It wasn't a 10 minute walk, it was farther than that. It was okay, like across 15 the freeway. 15 minutes, I literally- Regardless, bro. It was across the freeway. I once walked from school to my house, no like 40 minutes, so you can't even no talk. Yeah, no and, she, and this girl literally texted him and said, I can't do it, I quit. <laughs> like she just, she asked me to cover, I'm out here. She's literally the most spontaneous and, like, person ever and makes like the worst for the moment decisions. Yeah, no, but, I But like, yeah. she's so responsible with like, other things but as soon as Thank she has to like that. expend physical effort she's like i can't i can't i yeah. can't walk over the freeway overpass yeah no but i feel like that's the that's the thing with like a lot of teenagers too like getting mm -hmm. a job is hard and so well yeah getting a job is hard i mean like i feel like that wasn't my experience because like the Coldstone wasn't even the first job i tried to get i applied to like other places and they didn't even like they didn't even give me a no they just ignored me which i thought was kind of rude but um coldstone was like an immediate yes like i don't know if he was like desperate or something but like i maybe it was because i had a referral but he just like immediately yeah was like yes i'll hire you and now i'm working here and he kind of seems to think i'm like a good employee so i mean you're but. you're unlike dia you actually like show up care about yeah. the stuff that you do and you show up yeah, but i yeah. think like also coldstone um like it's i think the managers there are generally yeah they're generally like really nice about hiring like mm -hmm. same with my job at chipotle i think they were really desperate because <laughs> there was like five other people in my like interview slot and then they they hired basically all of us except one guy <gasps> um, so oh I, I, the poor guy yeah, but they told the thing is is that they he didn't know he was the only one because he was the first one to go. And then she told him she would get back to him, but then for the rest of us she just said like, "Oh, you're hired on the spot." So No. Yeah. It was sad, but then it was like I think I think it's just a good option for for teens who are looking to like make money and also just kind yeah. of get that experience. I think all like these food service jobs are just Yes, like, for sure, food service is super yeah. easy for kids because or for like your first job it's just it's so easy to learn like how to do yeah so definitely if you're looking to reduce 
the financial burden on your parents and you're old enough to work in your state or wherever you live, look into food service jobs. They're super easy and it's awesome. You can meet new people. Customer service is a great skill to have. Yeah. Alrighty, so I guess maybe we should move into talking about some of like the statistics just really quickly because we know this stuff is boring, but just getting into sort of the numbers of like why exactly raising kids is so expensive. The cost of raising a child in 2015 was $233,610, probably more now because of inflation and such, but that's like, what, almost 14K per year. And that is literally excluding college. So college is another, what, two hundred to four hundred thousand dollars okay maybe not four hundred thousand dollars like a yeah it varies but it's heck expensive though right yeah and like there's a tons of hidden fees too mm-hmm. that you'll never know like it's kind of like an airline like you know flying <laughs> like an airline. there's like tons of hidden fees that's so true yeah there's a lot and like depending on the kid yeah, um, yeah. you don't know there's like medical costs there's like mm-hmm. oh yeah child care it depends on the parents so yeah so i found some interesting statistics about how in different areas of the united states people actually spend more mm-hmm. um middle income families that's like saying middle income married couple families like typical families yeah. like me dia and zach's families but it does vary so like in the urban northeast yeah you can kind of talk about where that is for people who don't know yeah, um they so- spend around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars um or like on basically their kids and then in the urban west where we kind of live it's 235,000 so that's like almost twenty thousand dollars lower than the urban northeast which is kind of crazy yeah and if you guys are kind of wondering where we're talking about these locations so urban northeast it's like maine connecticut rhode island new york pennsylvania kind of that area and then the urban west would be california oregon washington colorado uh, arizona probably new mexico kind of that area mm-hmm. yeah. exactly okay so we kind of talked about a little bit of that cost um cost but now let's break it down even further yeah, so the biggest, no. the biggest, Sorry. the biggest group that's like twenty nine percent is housing, and we really take for granted housing, right? When you live with your family, you're kind of just expected that you live with your parents, um, and we don't usually take that as an extra cost. But when you are living in a house, um, the way that they calculated the housing part of it is that if you live in an extra room, that extra room is basically calculated in that so for example if i live in like a seven hundred thousand dollar house um they kind of like break it down per room and then however long i guess you spend in that house they like calculate that for your housing and stuff Mm -hmm. that's like really interesting i think that the point dia brought up because i know housing is something that people take for granted and they don't think that it counts as a child cost because Mm -hmm. the entire family lives in one but it actually does so that that is really really interesting for sure and i think people also are like food shelter water the three basic necessities yeah. but and and they are necessities in a sense but also they are expensive necessities no, for sure. <laughs> so yeah i was thinking yeah. very necessities from jungle book right yeah it's from jungle book <laughs> jungle book yeah if you think about it like simply just existing and like living is expensive 
All right, so we'll move into our next category now, which is food at 18% of the total cost of raising one child. So um, this is just feeding your kid will be 18% of the total cost of raising mm -hmm. your kid. And, yeah. and like, as we all know, food is not cheap. Just groceries cost a lot of money. And yeah. Groceries are like a weekly thing. Right, yeah, and, and like I you need like to... a lot of groceries. Like you end up buying so much more than you need a lot mm -hmm. of the time, so. Yeah. Yeah, and not only that, there's also like a food insecurity kind of epidemic mm -hmm. happening that I think kind of goes under people's noses. And I know it's kind of straying from our topic about finance, but it is true that there's a lot of urban malnutrition and food insecurity. And it's a huge issue because not only do they have low access to food, they also have low access to healthy food. So it's causing yeah. like a bunch of other problems. So as much as people like, like I know for me personally, yeah, I do take it for granted. And I know there's a lot of our listeners out there might be like, there have been days where I haven't eaten every single thing that I, that was like my food, yeah. right? Like, let's say I go out to eat. Sometimes I don't finish everything that's on the plate or um, mm -hmm. there's like always a lot of leftovers at my house for dinner. And I think that's something we take for granted. But in a lot of, um, in a lot of households, it's not the case. And yeah. so 18% is, is a pretty taxing cost on people have to care yes. for. Yes. And then another, um, just a solution for like, if you, end up having leftovers a lot like my family does this we just we keep the leftovers and refrigerate them and then we have like leftover nights or whatever and just eat them like yeah, same with us so mm -hmm. it's good to keep them because i know a lot of people will actually just like throw it away which is just really it's not good and it's wasteful yeah um yeah but when we and when we went to science camp in sixth grade we did this experiment where basically they would like weigh all our leftovers. So after oh, you like finish yeah, eating, they would scrape all of it in this mm -hmm. like little bucket and weigh how much of leftovers. And it was crazy too, because it was a lot, right? And yeah, like people just wouldn't be finishing their food. But like, as we went through science camp, it would get less and less because people realized how important it is to kind of finish all your food and yeah. all stuff. And yeah, and we all, it's such a privileged thing to even be able to have exactly. not only access to food in general, but like quality like healthy right yeah i was just yeah. gonna get into that like um you, you know there's the food that you can buy in the grocery store but as you're like looking at the shelves like you see okay here's the regular here's the organic and to buy the healthier option is you have a to pay a more. premium yeah. yeah yeah so i think like zach brings up a really valid point about you know organic food and i think that's where personal finance skills come in especially with budgeting um it is definitely hard to afford certain groceries and we're not trying to like excuse that fact but there is also no denying that budgeting will definitely help people out who have that issue whether that be one of our listeners or anybody else that you know could benefit from it and i think mm -hmm. it's it's super important like meal prep planning your meals in advance so that you know uh you buy the groceries you buy what you need basically and i think for those of you who can afford to go to buy a little surplus or you afford to have leftovers i think it's also you know, use some of your extra, your extra grocery budget to kind of donate that to other people who need it. I agree. Like that. Okay, so yeah, we kind of talked about budgeting, which is obviously like a fantastic solution, but we know a lot of our listeners are students. So, and, and our theme, our whole theme is avoiding becoming a financial regret for your family. <laughs> so for those of you who are interested in other ways to get access to the food you need while also being cost effective mm -hmm. i think there's two great options one is definitely um 
enrolling in your school's free meal plan if you qualify. I think that's a great option um, for those of yeah. you who, I think a lot of people actually miss that, miss that opportunity. So you should always look into it and see if you're eligible for it and definitely go for it. And there's a lots of, there's lots of other like free meal distribution programs. I know like um, Sikhs, um, it's a, it's a religious group of people and they have, their religious institution is called a Gurudwara. And what they do is they'll distribute food for free on certain days of the week. Yeah. And, and like they do a lot of uh, community service like that, especially during the pandemic. So I think that's like a great opportunity as well. There's a lot, there's lots of organizations that distribute food, um, food banks. I think they're all great centers. I, I know sometimes it's a dignity thing for people to go, but I think if you need it, definitely take advantage of those resources. And also on the topic of the grocery shopping, I think um, instead of buying like organically prepped meals, I think maybe you guys can turn to more cost-effective methods like preparing those meals sure. and then kind of shopping at the source and then you kind of do the rest of the work. It's a little bit more like manual, but it is worth it at the end. Zach yeah. and Dika, feel free to jump in. No, I, I, I definitely agree. No, yeah, and I agree. Like cooking is such an important skill to have. Like you're gonna need yes. it in the future. Next category that's almost as much as food is childcare and education, which is at 16%. Um, but also make sure you guys know that for education, this does not include college. So with college, it would be a lot higher. So like when it refers to childcare and education, this is referring to if you need like a nanny or if you need to go to a daycare center. Um, tutoring classes. Tutoring classes. Anything that has to do with like school and stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Have, I, you, have you guys ever gone to any after school after school programs? Um, I did tutoring for a while, but I absolutely hated it, and I didn't really <laughs> learn anything, or like it wasn't helping me. So, yeah, didn't that did not last very long. Okay, so you know what they say, like if you. If you can't beat them, join them. So Zach was talking about how he hates his tutors. And I think you can really, um, you guys can not only benefit from these services, but then you can also kind of spin it so mm -hmm. that you're making money and you're you're the one that's financially benefiting, right? And so like for example, people. Exactly, perfect. Like, and I think childcare and education, two things, childcare, babysitting, straight up. And then education, tutoring, like you guys can get paid for that as well. So I think, um, that offers a lot of benefits. So while it's a huge thing, you're like, oh, childcare and education, 16%. But like, it's also a great opportunity for you guys to kind of venture out. And these were the kind of other jobs you were talking about that mm -hmm. you don't need to necessarily be a certain age to do. Um, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's move on into transportation, which is the next largest category at 15% of the total cost of raising a child because I think we've all had it like we've all taken some sort of public transportation but I used to take the bus um, quite regularly like from to and from school and um, it was honestly like really awful back in like middle school <laughs> um, like it was just it was so crowded like it wasn't I guess Do you have any like memories um yeah I remember when um oh that one time when someone like did something to make the bus driver mad and then she oh, literally, that was so funny she literally stopped at, a, at one of the stops and kicked everyone off and then Ooh, they had to walk like three miles yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, and, so and we're laughing I'm... about it now, but no, I remember that day and it was really hot and everyone was crying. So, Aww. dude, no, I remember because I was on my way home and that stop was really like kind of close to my house. Yeah. And I just saw this trail of like, <laughs> no, yeah, like everyone got <laughs> and like honestly, they had it coming, but. Um, yeah, it was low. I feel so bad for the bus drivers. Yeah, the bus key, drivers. Still... That is, they do not get paid enough. They're... Yeah, they, they don't, don't care either. Yeah, I remember yeah. once I accidentally like, I accidentally was like a cent short, and I like didn't realize, and I got on the bus, and then she was like, "You didn't pay," and then I was just like, "Oh, I thought I did," and then she thought I was being like giving her attitude, and oh, it was no. the most. She literally like just went off on me in front of the entire no. bus and then she made me leave and i was just like i was trying to be nice like i wasn't like i was it was oh, no. so bad oh, it was okay. so embarrassing i've never had anything like that happen yeah i mean no she was like i felt but, so bad she probably had a rough day but i was like i felt so bad about myself after i was like my like oh my, my core memory of taking the bus especially in middle school was it was so crowded like high school is less crowded but it was still really crowded high school and, is still so crowded what do you think well, yeah i'm about? just saying like it's less i i just remember middle school like, was crowded middle in terms school of personality was so chaotic because like <laughs> no yeah because like, all the kids were like crazy <laughs> yeah but like think about middle school do you remember like not everyone would make it on like it was it yeah, was like a brawl. it was like a race. So like, <laughs> yeah. It still happens. I just think you guys haven't been on the bus in a while. No, no I went on the okay. bus this year more than I did in middle school. Yeah, we had a pandemic. Yeah. Nobody's been on the bus in a while. Wow, Zach, thank you for that. Um, but honestly, it was kind of fun. You know, it adds a little spice <laughs> to my day because I would have to like race to get there. But um, it, all in all, we need to talk about how transportation like paying for the bus can really add up over time and i know you're like thinking it's only like a dollar but it adds up but i think uh i think like for me i've been on buses where it's like two dollars it actually yeah it, it does vary and like let's not mm -hmm. let's and buses aren't the only way you guys probably transport mm -hmm. i know like bart for example yeah um I went, luckily enough for me, my mom used to commute through the BART, so she had a lot of credits built up that I could use because I went to San Francisco with my friends for my birthday. But, yeah. like, it is really expensive. Like, I would only do that maybe once a year for, like, that one special occasion. Yeah. But I think that also adds up a lot. So you guys just have to be really mindful and try to figure out ways you can not evade those costs but get rewards, yeah. um, maybe, or get, like, yeah. credits. Like, I know Clipper card. Do you guys have a Clipper card? Yes, yeah. I think all three of us do, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so Clipper card, if, for those of you who don't know, it's like on the bus, you can either pay cash or you can scan your Clipper card. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a credit card for like the bus, essentially. Uh, so it's a card with, and or more bar. like a debit card. And the BART, yes, it works for public transportation. Yeah. And you just scan your card and it pays for you and it has money loaded onto it. And another yeah. way of transportation, like that Zach mentioned earlier, was driving, right? And mm -hmm. so if you are a junior or senior, you might be driving your own car. And so that's just a whole other expense because you have to pay for a car. Cars are what, like for old ones, are what, around five to ten thousand dollars. But if you're buying a new car, or more, it's like upwards, like a new car is like yeah. upwards of thirty thousand. Yeah, and new cars are really expensive. And so you have to pay for that, but then you have to also pay for gas. And gas is really expensive, at and least insurance. in California. And insurance and oh man. It's a lot of expenses. And I think I think uh one thing with that is 
I think it's always great to be independent mm -hmm. um, and driving your own car because uh, I think driving your car is just a great option because it allows you guys to be more independent and then potentially when you're looking for jobs and stuff you can commute and things like that but it is really 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 important to be aware of gas prices yes, and insurance and prices exactly. and car prices exactly so, Dia, do you want to like talk about some tips um that they can kind of yeah for sure take into consideration to reduce those costs for sure for sure so for transportation the biggest thing with insurance is that the insurance premium for teenagers is going to be higher than for adults because insurance companies trust teenagers less than adults because we've been driving for less right and so when you are having to pay for insurance it's really important to you know not get into car accidents because if you get into a car accident your insurance premium is going to skyrocket your parents are going to have to pay that much more and if they want you to pay for it then you're gonna have to pay that much more. And it's just an unnecessary burden to have. So just again, like, I guess safe driving is a tip, which is obviously obvious, but like a financial perspective of it. Another one obviously is carpooling, right? With carpooling, you're kind of cutting the cost in half. So when you're trying to Uber places, maybe try the carpool version of it. The What's it called? Is it Uber? Uber it's Uber pool. I Uber think. pool, yeah, exactly. I and think like other like Lyft also might have that option, like all yeah. those like rideshare rideshare mm -hmm. companies. Yeah, exactly. And so the cool thing with that is that you're basically splitting the cost with other people, and it's not that big of a deal if there's other people in the car, right? Like, well, maybe right like, now with COVID, maybe not yeah. such a good idea, but um, just in general. Yeah, it's you can make conversation. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I think for gas prices. Um, I think like a good option would be when you guys are filling gas, make sure you kind of plan um, your stops and where you're going to fill gas. Because I know mm -hmm. people who have Costco membership, for example, Ooh, it's a cheaper. lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the Safeway um, club card, I think it's called. You can also. Yeah. But like Safeway, I don't know um, if Safeway has like a lot of gas stations, at least in our area. I don't see yeah. those. Yeah. And another thing is like if you have a credit card, then you can get rewards like gas rewards so basically yeah. if you use your credit card then you get like a certain amount of free gas and whatnot so yes. you, can, you guys can also look into that so just yeah looking for rewards because mm -hmm. obviously these fees and like expend like expending money on these things is not like easily avoidable so just looking for ways to then save on it rather than just eliminate it for all right sure. So the next category is healthcare, which is at a whopping 9%. And healthcare basically is like your medical bills, any doctor visits. So whenever you guys have to get like a shot, what what shots are there? Like a tetanus shot, there's a... Um, I don't know, I, like shot. the shots, flu shot, I guess. Flu shot. No, I What's think that one HPV. called? The... HPV. HPV, so all yeah. those like doctor visits and whatnot, they definitely cost money. That's also why, and then also medical insurance, right? That costs yeah. money. So taking that into account, obviously as a kid, you can't really control that. Like if you get hurt, you get hurt. I mean, I guess like be careful and stuff, but. Uh, and definitely be cautious. Obviously if there's situations like risky mm -hmm. situations that you know you can um, avoid kind of putting yourself in dangerous situations, mm -hmm. especially yeah. if it's, hard for your family to cover like those healthcare costs exactly costs. it's yeah. really really important to be aware like for example during this covid situation right um a lot of families in the u.s specifically are not covered by health insurance and that's why it's even more important that if you're a child in those families 
you're not going out, you're not putting yourself at risk of getting COVID. And just avoidable situations like that, yeah. uh, you should be taking it upon yourself. Even if your parents can't afford insurance, I think it's always important to try to avoid those costs. Like like we said, we don't want to become our parents', parents, <laughs> parents um, biggest financial regret, right? Like we're, we're trying to be, yeah. we're trying to move towards fiscal independence. All right, so now we're going to talk about clothing, which is only 6% of the cost of raising a child. But this obviously varies um, so much depending on like, because I know like a lot of people like to spend more money on clothes than others. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so just um, a couple tips. If you find yourself spending a lot of money or your parents' money on clothing, you can try um, shopping sales or looking to shop at cheaper stores or just maybe avoiding spending too much on like name brand stuff because I know a lot of people focus on that and when you when it what it really comes down to is you're literally paying for the same thing with like a word or a logo on it so just just thinking rationally about it and being like damn is this really worth like $20 more for a piece of fabric that's branded sometimes more than $20 but I totally agree and I think I we're not like obviously it's nice to like flex now and then like oh yeah (laughs) I have this I have this but when it comes to priority you definitely should avoid paying for those things as much as possible unless it's like totally your own money and it's like you're totally fine with paying that yeah but I don't think it's a fair cost to put on your parents um even if they they are able to afford it obviously as a child you want to build those like great spending habits and this isn't necessarily one of them i mean we're not denying like i know i've had a maybe like a splurge for like a pair of basketball shoes that i really want yeah like one time but it is something like you should not be making a habit and then you should also be aware of the cost of it so like for example when i if i do spend money on something that's a little more expensive than usual I'll cut back on something else like mm-hmm. oh let's say let's say I buy a cup of coffee every week and then it's like five dollars um and then I buy a top that costs thirty dollars so I'd be like okay I'm not gonna buy coffee for six weeks because I'm gonna use that thirty dollars in this top so even reallocating your budget to accommodate those splurges is fine too as long as they don't take away from your basic needs yeah no that definitely makes sense and there's so many different options like you can go thrifting right and it, you can find some like thrifting, super I dope. Love thrifting, yeah, yeah you can find like some super dope things when you go to thrift stores because have you guys been to the goodwill bins <sighs> yeah something like that where they like you can buy stuff but it's based on how much it weighs right so it's like for mm-hmm. one pound it's like 15 bucks or whatnot and then you can just like buy like pounds of clothes and it's so much cheaper than buying like one shirt for like 40 bucks exactly and not only that it's just good for the planet as well Mm -hmm. because clothes okay this is a little fun fact for you guys it actually takes like 650 gallons of water for one t-shirt oh my god like the t-shirt okay well you guys obviously can't see me like to the listeners but i'm wearing (laughs) just like one oversized like cotton t-shirt right now yeah and imagine like i'm 650 gallons of water is insane wow that's and sick. we owe so many shirts each. And then imagine how many people there are yeah. in the world. And like, God. if you multiply and do all the math, that's a lot of wasteful and Also, water. the people producing these things. And like, it's just a lot. So you guys really yeah. need to be aware of the, the whole 
cost effectiveness doesn't just go for you mm-hmm. it also goes for like the economy and like the spending in general and, and like your spending habits in general and how they contribute to uh of the economy and fast fashion and in this case fast fashion and things like that so it's really really important to be aware and i know like i wasn't before either but that's why this podcast is for you guys to communicate this to you because it's something that i definitely would have benefited from knowing and let's not like forget that um some of these big name brands they're very trend they're very trend oriented right so yeah. you might buy something now and then in 5 years is it going to be something that you're proud to own or mm-hmm. that you're going to be like I really love this still right yeah. so i think yeah, exactly. being conscious of those spending choices is really important and like we said splurges are fine but only like very rarely and only if your budget can accommodate it and only if you're aware of you know that it is a splurge and of the long-term consequences of it. No, for sure like do you guys remember when Champion was like a no man brand, right? <laughs> no one knew about Champion and like now it's like the hype fees clothing and what not. So yeah. Definitely I what mean, made it kind of is dying down a little bit, but it is like it a lot of people relied on Champion clothing like low income families mm-hmm. and stuff and then someone just decided to turn it into or like it became you know demanded and then their prices like really got, rose. Yeah, got heck of high. And then the last category is miscellaneous stuff and that is 7%. And so what would go under miscellaneous is stuff like piano lessons. Um if you play a sport then the cost to go to like sports classes and whatever. Um my sister does gymnastics, so like her gymnastics stuff is insanely expensive. So that's kind of what goes under miscellaneous. Other random stuff too that doesn't fit in the other categories, but obviously that's 7% and it might be more for some people might be less for others but it's also a category that's often very overlooked because it's kind of like the other category but you definitely want to minimize that as much as possible too yeah i think like that's a good point because even though yes it says 7 and you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah that sounds like a really small percentage it varies a lot like they were saying between people and it adds up definitely like 7% is just an is just like an average kind of Yeah. But um I know like a, f- a lot of people have iPhones. Imagine how much that costs. Yeah. Um literally anything you can think of entertainment, right? Like going to amusement parks, basically anything that doesn't fall under these like mm-hmm. what like six categories, the other six categories we mentioned, everything else this is, is in miscellaneous. So yeah. miscellaneous is like, "Oh yeah, what is that? It's just something else." No, it's it's actually there's a lot that goes into it. Like toys for kids, for example. Mm-hmm. Um I can like it, I okay so to everyone who's listening right now just take a look around your room and if it doesn't fall under housing food um education slash childcare which it won't because those are services and not things um <laughs> it won't fall under healthcare it might fall under clothing but if it doesn't fall fall under any of those things just think about how much those things cost yeah right yeah it's just crazy like i can literally like i'm looking around right now and i'm like wow What activities do you guys do? Cuz I know like Mega you play basketball, right? Yeah, so I do play basketball and luckily enough for me, my school basketball is basically no cost. Actually, yeah, I think it's free. Mm-hmm. Um for me, but obviously to be on the school basketball team, I need to do a bunch of stuff outside and I have to pay like travel expenses, tournament expenses, shoes are so expensive. Yeah. Um uniform expenses and then obviously there's this whole health insurance issue, right? Like to play basketball on the team, 
I need to have health insurance and I need to like go through a checkup to even pass like the first right. like hurdle onto making it onto the team. So there are a lot of de- like there are definitely a lot of costs to doing that. Um but yeah, so that's like one of my main activities I think that costs a lot of money and also I think it's something that it's a luxury that a lot of people aren't able to do because of the expense and because yeah, it's just it is kind of class in a sense, but we can talk about solutions for those of you who feels that you can't afford those activities but still want to participate in them. Um and then Dia can kind of share her activities and then we'll move on to that. <laughs> yeah, so I think so I dance and obviously my dance type of thing it's a lot cheaper but i know those that do like studio dancing and professional dancing your guys costumes can cost an insane amount of money and also your classes and stuff and it can just like really rack up which is obviously unfortunate that they're charging so much but that's kind of just a reality and like other things like i play softball and stuff and so the equipment for that obviously costs money like even if i'm trying to play for school i need to like everything that i need to buy that's also just um a lot of money and then you have to like change out your bat and your stuff uh, because they like get worn out and stuff so it's just an incurring cost mhm yeah but for tips Zach, did you have any all right yeah so for some tips um if you're doing like an activity that requires um like materials or equipment equipment yes that's the word you can look for like garage sales or mm-hmm. buy second hand stuff i know apps like poshmark um ebay stuff like that craigslist you can buy um or just look for garage sales in your area to get a good deal because we all know that sports equipment can be super expensive so i think it's a great option and second hand is like a running theme in like yeah. our solutions but we like we all like support it heavily Um and cuz it has two benefits it's sustainable it's cheap for you and it benefits the other person so right it's just a great option and then kind of back to um the sports thing that I was talking about I think like I kind of breezed over the health insurance thing and some of you are probably leaving like what the heck <laughs> what am I supposed to do um so don't fear I've got another I've got a solution <laughs> for you <laughs> Um but actually in my area a lot of local hospitals they they have free clinics and what these clinics do is they'll perform like non-surgical services um for example like for doing a sport you need a physical um which is basically just like a slip signed by your doctor saying like yep they're ready to go after a checkup and and mm-hmm. checkups can be expensive but these clinics offer it for free so what you can do is you can talk to your coach or your athletics administrator and they can tell you what if those services are available and if so where and then you can just go ahead and and get those services done and and I think in a lot of schools a lot of these sports are free um especially in public schools right so I think it's it's just a great option and you can participate in the sport while also passing like the first hurdle which like I said again was the the physical part so yeah that's a good tip for anybody who wasn't aware of that before So we definitely talked about the different categories in which were kind of like a financial regret for our parents. Obviously, don't want to be super pessimistic about it. It's 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 a joke. But yeah, and so ways that you can kind of accumulate money and make sure that when you are saving money, make sure that money's growing as you can open a bank account. So that's a checking or savings account. Yeah, yeah so I do we all have bank accounts? I have a bank account. I do have a bank account. Okay. 
Yeah. Were you guys there when your parents opened it? it? Well, they I mean, were you there. Have to be. Yeah, your parents have to be there when you open. No, no, I mean like you yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. I, was there. I think you okay. have to be there as well. I think you. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, because be you have there. to like sign forms. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely opening a bank account because I know I have a checking account and a savings account, and mm-hmm. I get like um, the savings account actually like makes me money. So um, yeah, because it has higher interest rates than the checking yep. account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool too because like if you get a debit card you can just link it with your bank account and so you don't have to have cash on you all the time you can like keep track of your spending and that kind of goes with like budgeting which mega mentioned all the way in the beginning um there's like different budgeting apps that you can use when you want to track your spending and such yeah totally yeah, so you can you can look into i think the best budgeting app overall would probably be called it's called mint and mm-hmm. you can see you can look at that on the app store and uh, start making your budgets or you can just um, use like Google Sheets or um, Microsoft Excel. For sure. If you guys visited our budgeting workshop, you guys should already be familiar with this information. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a good point. And I think I just want to revisit Dia's point about debit cards because it is also the same as the Clipper card we were talking about. So. Um, while we don't necessarily recommend having a debit card for the rest of your life, yeah. as a kid, you should start with that because like Dee was saying, it's basically just cash, except you're not paying with cash on your hand. It's it's on right. your debit card. And so that way you can track your spending. You can just check your bank account record and it'll be like, yeah, you did this, you spent this here, you spent this there. And you don't have to do any extra work on your own. Whereas with cash you do, you have to like manually record your expenses. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing goes with Clipper cards. It's a clipper card isn't anything special. It's just like a debit card with like cash credit on it. Um, so instead of spending cash on public transport, you just use your clipper card. And that actually helps you stay responsible as well because you can allocate a certain uh, amount of money on the clipper card to public transportation. And then that way you can budget it extremely well and stick to the budget for tr- public transportation. So yeah, budgeting is overall extremely important in, in in every solution that we talked about, in every aspect of your life, especially as a kid. And this is the perfect time to build that foundation up. Yeah, and if you guys kind of look at the theme of what we've been saying is we really want you guys to be financially independent. That's kind of the goal of our project. Yeah, um, we're our, building our, the road to, to Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And we really hope that you guys are able to use these tips that we mentioned and also have a better grasp about how to lower that $233,610 of a burden on your parents. All right, guys. So we're really kind of sad to wrap it up because we were kind of going in on it. But (laughs) thanks so much for joining us. And as always, stay tuned to Financeology to learn everything your school doesn't teach you from budgeting for the new shoe drop or, you know, not becoming your parents' biggest financial (laughs) to deciding which credit card to apply for. And we're so excited to have you guys here as we navigate our money-centric world one episode at a time. See you guys next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.